Hey, it's your home, and I need to ask you a few favors. In the kitchen, there's a spider stuck between the window and the screen, and I know it's dead, and technically it's outside, but it's still freaking me out. Can you flick it out or something? Also, just to save some money and it's super easy, could you bundle your home and car insurance with Geico? Last thing, could you take the holiday decorations down? Yeah, I'm one of those. Geico. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello again, friends. Welcome to Girl, You Have to Talk podcast. This is Iris, and I am in my, I believe, fourth week of no Jamie, um, but Jamie will be back. I promise. She's coming. She's on her way. Got a couple episodes ready for you guys in February. Um, anyway, really excited today to have you guys join in on a conversation. It started off as just a question episode, but it went a little bit long. It's with two of my previous coworkers, um, Pam and Megan. And I think we had like a great conversation about work, human resources, and then also dating someone who may be a little bit racist. Anyway, sit back and I hope you can enjoy this conversation. I sounds a little bit like a heavy topic, but it ended up being like a really light and fun conversation. So hopefully you can enjoy. Pam and hi, Megan. How are you guys? We're good. How are you? Thanks. And yourself? I'm doing really well. It's so weird. So I never talked to you over the phone, Megan. Do you literally go by Megan? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, am I calling you the right thing? Do you prefer to be called something else? Because I know I always called you that at work, but I haven't talked to you on the phone. So I'm like, it's oh, no. nice yeah. to be what you're called. And Pam, are you I still mean, going by Pam? Yeah, but I used to, I just call her Megan. I don't oh. call her Megan, I call her Megan. Yeah, oh, wow. Well, thank you <laughs> both for coming on the podcast. So, guys, we all used to work together. Um, I won't name where we worked. <laughs> mm. I'll just yeah, we, good choice. It's, it's good the choice. place we do not speak of. We don't talk about it there anymore. <laughs> um, organization that shall not be named. Yeah, we're, <laughs> none of yeah. us work there anymore. Um, <laughs> and actually, like, I don't think any of us would like to work there. So I think we're all good. Like, we were, we're good. Yeah, nobody's like, man, I wish I still worked there. I do miss like working with people who I like. That's kind of tough because I yeah. haven't worked any place else where I actually liked everybody. I mean, I didn't like everybody, but like I liked most, you know, the people on the team that we were because we all worked at the same place sure. and we were on the same team. So I haven't had any place where I've worked where I've actually like enjoyed working with people that much. So that kind of sucks. But I guess you can't have everything. Yeah, I mean, we got a friendship out of it. So I think that that, you know, yeah. in itself is its own gift. So well, you know, that was the plus. Yes. And on top of that, I just realized this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I haven't, we, like, I haven't worked there in two years. And so I think, like, for you guys, it's like a year and a half or so. And it's yeah, crazy that, like, because I still talk to Richard, our other coworker from there, and Jordan, too. And I'm like, wow, we've really maintained this little friendship. <laughs> 
I feel that I only reach out to Richard when somebody who like either currently works there or maybe just recently left and they have it listed on there. You're like, do you know this person? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, when I send those texts to you girls, like, hey, I have this person who applied. Do we know them? Like, it just doesn't seem familiar. And it's always like, if we don't know them, it was always like Richard's site. Yeah, so you're like, okay, <laughs> right. fine. Then I right. think I have to reach out to Richard. <laughs> I, so we don't talk that often, but like, he's the last man standing. Like, he, he is. still works he is. there. Um, trying to go down with the ship but he, I guess. he loves it there though like we were just talking about it and i was like so like do you think you're gonna look for something else and he's like nope i'm gonna stay here until you know i can't work here anymore and i was like all right he loves it okay like i mean well let's genuinely happy i mean but if i were him at this point i'm like don't you just want to be the manager like at this point like you are going to end up training the manager anyway because you trained me so you might as well and then oh, train the did. last one too wait is the last one already gone no no she's still there oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say Dave, she didn't make it longer than a year no wow. well, but, she's only, but she's been there for two years because i left two so my i think my no. last day was like january 21st or something so she has to have been there for two years because my two year no. at my new job is sometime this they month replace your position until after it was quite some time she uh, was at the, you were already gone right Pam like yeah yeah, yeah. it was like and that I was in say, July yeah July like August is when she started or September mm-hmm. oh, shit. well she's still there um but it's, <laughs> it's, it's coming up on the time that most people usually leave so I'm assuming that right. any day now well, it'll happen we'll see i don't know like with how volatile the market is right now it's like it's not great for ta like i think that ta seems like a little bit slower i have another friend who's in talent acquisition and she said it's like definitely a little bit quieter than usual but i will say like i think right. for like hr jobs it seems like everybody's hiring for an hr person like there's actually a lot of hr jobs not necessarily ta jobs TA, but lots right, of hr yeah. jobs probably because they're just like oh shit we're fucked we need somebody to help us <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right and unfortunately i am not available to help people like i was just i was, <laughs> I was like i don't want like i hate i don't want to like oh god i just want to do like my own thing and i don't want people to ask me about stuff that i don't want to like that i don't know about which is mostly things yeah. like leaves and payrolls. I don't do that part of HR. And honestly, like at first I was like, should I want to? And now I'm like, no, I don't think I'm so. I'm trying to learn it, you know, just to expand my skill set and make myself more right. marketable eventually when I try to go for that HRBP. But you know what? HRBPs don't do that. That's like not our, they no, don't. like that's not mm-hmm. our But job. still to have that under the repertoire, like. Yeah, I mean, it's never hurtful to have more stuff, but I just, like, I'm like, if you want to be an HRBP, don't stress yourself. That's literally not part of my, like, I've never (laughs) seen an HRBP job description with that. Like, it's, you, like, that's more generalist. If you want to do, like, the benefits and the leaves, and honestly, like, I I do see the value of learning it, because it's great to know how to do, like, all aspects of your job, but, like, I just, I know enough. I'm like, you know, I can Google I don't think I'm cut out for that. Like I need to, I would probably just shoot myself because I think I like, I like talking to people too much to do that part of HR. 
like the, the back part i think i'm transitioning into the part of like not so much wanting to talk to people well, hey, much more because i i feel like listen like i feel like i should be writing a book about the things that i've learned in interviews that i did want to like i just i just don't know why the conversations go in those directions of things that i don't need it's to know it's like human resources person is also a therapist it's you are my therapist right slash person who is supposed I, to give me this job right and it's like that's not how this works like we're not friends like just because like I'm somewhat nice to you like when I first like call you does not mean that I need to know that like you used to sleep in your truck Mm -hmm. like I I don't need to know that you know those are those are not things that I need to know or that like you're you're you need to move your family because your ex-wife's um uh, like your current wife's ex-husband is like stalking your family and I I just don't I don't need to know that that's why you need a new job there's plenty of other ways you could tell me like what it is that you need like as far as like going forward but telling me that your family's being stocked and you need to just to find a job to move is not is not something that I need to know I would have probably been like so no. wait a second so like what kind of stocking are they just like showing up <laughs> like tell me more I would be interested I'm like well, tell me the details of this what like, are they just watching you? Are they sending you cryptic notes? How do you know it's them? Listen, I don't I don't want to know these details because then I don't want to be complicit in it. And like, are they stalking everybody that's involved with you? Are they currently like listening to your phone calls? Do they know who I am? Like, I just, you know, I don't want to be involved. It could be a little bit of all of it. Um, right. And I don't want to be involved. But then you wouldn't get those crazy phone calls where they tell you that, you know, you need to double down mm-hmm. on your security housing their information because their ex-wife is stalking them and checking their email and has to have broken into the ATS. Wait, did that happen to somebody? Because I feel like that's a that really to me. I was going to say, I was like, wait a second. I was like, I know yeah. this story. That did happen. <laughs> and he didn't even apply with my organization. Like, <laughs> that was the best part. I was like, Listen. dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so you guys want to, like, collab with me on a book about, like, the hidden lives of, like, TA members, like, TA teams? I feel like that you have I to feel have like, HR people, yeah. too. Because, like, I feel like when I yeah. was just doing TA, I did have some wild stories stories but now I have wild stories of people who work here like because then because what happens is when you're not in TA anymore like you get the stories of the actual staff and they're like okay can I tell you about and sometimes it's really sad it's like oh my god like my child is sick or like I adopted this foster kid like sometimes it's like oh wow that's like really heartwarming but sometimes it's not and you don't like somebody told me she said she got let go because she didn't show up. Well, okay, hold on. She got let go because she came to work and she was high. And so she was sleeping with her hood on and her headphones on. So she was let go. Oh, fun. So then she was like, yeah, like that's all true. But also like they told me that I needed to come to work more because I was calling off a lot. And so I feel like I shouldn't have been fired because I was just trying to do what they told me to do. And I was like, well, I I mean, you're not wrong but also definitely not right like so yeah like I feel like there's lots of interesting HR stories and then furthermore like stories about like those people and then also just like all the people who you work with on your team your HR team like everyone who works in HR is kind of crazy like the fact that I feel like yes I don't tell people shit about my life is surprising because like people it's either you don't tell people stuff or you end up being this one woman who I've worked with before who is just like the most petty person in the world. Like she, she, it was like, you have to work with her or you have to work with my supervisor from the job that we all had together. And you all know her. 
if I had the choice of mm. working with this person or working with my supervisor at the job we all worked at together, I would choose to work with the supervisor at the job we all had together. I would, I would, oh, wow. I would, I would oh, rather wow. live with her. I would move into her house than work with this person. Anymore. Oh, no. Like, she just is oh, that bad. God. Like, I always think to myself, I'm like, well, could be where I would rather work with her. Like, at least she was like, she wanted to tell you stuff. This person is like, a guessing game it's like she wants you to guess what you don't know and I'm like can't you just tell me <laughs> the answer to this I can't like, get it over with the supervisor would expect me to know how to do stuff she hadn't trained me on mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. same <laughs> and then tell others that I know how to do this and or have access to be able to do it and then I'll go ahead and take care of it but not really any of this information to myself. No, she, she that part was, yeah, she's a mess. And even people who didn't know her thought she was a mess. Like one of the people from my current job ended up going to work there. And she was just like, so what's her deal? <laughs> I was like, well, it's like, a lot. It's a lot. I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to feel like, I don't want you to judge her. I just want you to have your own experience. Cause I have a lot, I have a lot to say, but I don't. Right. I think we can each do a dissertation on like what our um, thought of what's yeah, wrong exactly. with her I'm is. like, I have a lot. Um, so, and it would all be very different too, but really, underline the same theme. I really felt like she just lived the amount of stress that she dealt with at work. And it was just very <laughs> apparent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but like the thing like, is also though, she would do shit to you that was like really fucked up. And then like, I remember when I was leaving, yes. I was like, yeah, like you weren't really nice to me. And she was like, really? Cause I felt like we got along great. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I, I, I didn't feel that way. Like, I feel like we're having different relationships. She was like, are you sure you want to leave? She was like, you can come back. I was like, girl, like, I don't you hate me? And she was like, no, no. I was like, okay, this is. We are clearly, we're not, we were not on the same path. We were obviously very, like, had different interpretations of what was happening. Because she was just like, you were really, oh my she, God. You were really starting to get the hang of everything. And, like, you're just doing so great. And I was like, wait. It's like, when? <laughs> when was that happening yeah. in your head? Because you, you spent the majority of the time, like, yes. hassling me. me like, in public, I was the worst person on the planet. <laughs> And harassing me. That's what you spent the majority of the time that I worked here doing. So I'm not sure, like, when things were supposed to have gotten better. The best right. time ever is when it's she like, had to don't... take, like, the happiest time, which I almost didn't quit because she had to, like, go on medical leave, which sounds horrible, guys. Oh, Everybody's gosh. listening to this is like, it, does, it was so it was the best of everybody. Like, I was like... <laughs> everybody's mental health went I up literally was like do time. I need to find a new so job great. I was like this is working for me I love this I was like this is great I like it here and then she came back and I was like oh because like you know stuff got done um people were happy there weren't any miscommunications people yeah, learned how to, do, how to stuff. do stuff like it was and you know her our, that boss's boss was also just like totally not with it so she would just like she was not it was great it was it was a really it was what a time my personal favorite is how that person's boss was like the most wildly inappropriate one and would say the like most offensive things to me and i would just look at her and be like um yeah so who do i report you <laughs> to like how do i report hr to yeah, hr what's the deal like, with how, that how do i don't do know that? if you guys know but she is like, back 
Okay, great. Yeah, yes. back. Yes, which is such that's that's what just like amazes which is, me, which makes it yeah. even better. Uh... The whole the whole show of when she like decided to leave, and then I kind of almost want to be there for her triumphant like return to just like be a fly on the wall. I don't want to work there. I, I keep wanna, asking. Like, I'm like, right? how's it going? You know. What's happening? Like, tell me the details. <laughs> We need daily, yeah. We need like daily update, like a weekly like update of like so. This yeah. is what happened. This I would also week. like like little photos. That's what like, I mean. Here's a photo of her like <laughs> telling us how to allegedly do something. And also, I wish I had Janelle's number. Just I just wish for you did that. too. <laughs> to and get they the also, skinny. Like, tell, they also say stuff like whenever when they announced that she was coming back, they were like, "Because she's got a wealth of knowledge," and I was like, "What does she?" <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I had like the most inappropriate like interview with the both of these like these individuals because like that the person we're currently talking about told me in the interview was like yeah this is really basically just for me to like meet you because like mm-hmm. I'm really hands yes. off like in this department and I'm just like she did not lie now? I mean but I feel like unfortunately for Wait, you and what? Jordan I was super honest with you and I think you too Megan I think I was like hey guys it sucks here. Um, yeah, <laughs> you were very honest. I thought you were joking. I, was, I thought you were joking. I was dead serious. Um, I was like, it really sucks here. Um, you were. No one's going to train you on how to do anything. Uh, as long as you're okay with that. Not at all. And you guys were mm-hmm. all like, yes. And I was like, all right. Okay, but in well, fairness, but, but, but my situation, the thing is, I needed is you to get tried out. to train us. <laughs> we learned the stuff that we learned thanks to you. And we knew the basics, the basics. Um, of what we were supposed to do. <laughs> I, and then the rest of it. I knew the basics. Exactly. No, but like, but like the, the ongoing issue that we had was just simply that, that they expected us to know all this other stuff. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. You never taught my manager right. how to do this. How, and I how am like, I supposed to know how know to do everyone this? Everyone here, except for Richard, has been here approximately three months. Can you chill out? Like, right. None of us know what we're doing. The intern, <laughs> Megan, knows more than us. Can you please stop <laughs> asking me to do things? I just want to rent out a conference room for six hours, bring snacks, and just talk. My, <laughs> my absolute favorite. My absolute favorite was a hey did you do like this this task item no because remember two weeks ago I sent you an email stating and showing you a screenshot uh, a snippet of the fact that it says that I do not have access to do that and your reply to that email said oh okay I'll take care of it then only to get yelled at two weeks later that I didn't do this said task I'm like what what (laughs) Like why am because I that it right was now? just a because you took away my access. You said that you needed to give that access to the intern Megan because she was doing another project for you, so you would then take <laughs> care of it. I'm sorry for being the intern. Okay, <laughs> no, it was never a you thing. It was never a you thing. It would always be like I'm getting yelled at for not doing something. Hi, I told you like three times, like in like calls that we had, that I do not have access to that. I've shown you snippets. I've told you about it. I've said it multiple times and you continue. And in email, you even reference that, oh yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I took away that access. So still wondering how this is my fault, that this task is not I feel like completed. that was the, it is that job was 
the best in the worst job I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know if anything is ever going to top it on either front. Like, I don't think anything is going to be worse or as great as it was. Probably not. Because it was like, I also would think about how we would just be like, so let's go to lunch for three hours. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> questioned it. We'd be like, we're going Nobody questioned when we were at our desk either. We were up on a different floor working. Or in the conference room. It'd be like, we're having a meeting. We're having right. a meeting. <laughs> and then at least like once a month during the time that I worked there, once a month we'd have a meeting and I'd be like, okay, guys. I don't think I could. No, yeah. It was not like terrible. Somebody was going to be in tears. Usually me. And I'd be like, I don't think I can handle this anymore. It was like, it was kind of like work in an AA meeting. I don't, it was. <laughs> Pretty much. I think for me at that point, it was like, I'm only here still because like I've accrued the amount of hours I need to take off for my wedding. And then after that, like, I'm going to find just another to job. Take a vacation to get I... married, guys. <laughs> I like wanted to. I think then I wanted to quit that, working there after two weeks. Uh, like after two weeks, I was like, "Ooh, big mistake." I actually think now I have a hard time quitting my current job because I keep thinking, like, "What if I go someplace and it's like that? Like, what? What if I quit? What if I like?" Because they'll lie to you it's during like, like the, so the trial concerned. period. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm gonna quit my job, which is like I don't love it, but it's not horrible. And I'm like, and I'm gonna go someplace, and it's gonna be like fucking hell. Because I remember when I started it there, it started there immediately. I was like, I hate it here. Like immediately, I was like, this is fucking awful. Um, because like everybody, You're like, yeah, what did I do? Why did I quit? There was like Why? one girl there who's like Richard, and then there was the girl who. Um, Jordan replaced, who I actually ended up really liking, and she was also, like, knew how to do everything, but then she quit, and then I didn't know how to do anything. It was just really awful. Anyway, guys, if you've ever had a horrible job, I'm sure you can relate to this conversation, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. I actually have a question that we are going to discuss, so let me pull it up, and I will read it. So, these people are kind of young, which I think is cool, like, younger than us for sure, like, in you know, maybe they can use some help. It sounds like it. So my, she's 18. Her boyfriend is 18. My boyfriend's friends are subtly racist and it's making me feel resentful towards him. I don't know how to confront him about this. We've been dating for a year and I don't know how I didn't realize it sooner. In hindsight, there were a few red flags about it, but I was too smitten to care. I knew his friends as acquaintances of school from school, but that's about as far as it goes. Never once in our relationship has he ever asked me to hang out with them, get to know them better, or suggested I join in on one of their group hangouts. I never knew why, but I'm now putting together the pieces that it's because of how they act. He is white, and this the person who wrote this is black. Um, he is white, and one of his close friends is also white and constantly says the N-word. And when I confronted my boyfriend about how angry it made me that he was still associating with someone like that, he just said he had tried to get him to stop, but the guy didn't, and he didn't think it was worth ending a friendship over. Second big red flag was when we were talking about something, and I mentioned that I don't think race jokes are okay. And he said he thinks they're fine if they're actually funny and well thought out. I didn't say anything, but then it pisses me off in hindsight. Final red flag. And the breaking point for me was when I was on Insta stalking one of his friends, which, yep, 
and was looking through her tagged photos, came across a picture of a white guy in blackface and a piece of tape over his mouth reading, I can't breathe, that she was tagged in. Turned out to be a meme page with six followers, two of his friends and some other meme pages from our school. I think his third friend is responsible. Anyway, the girl that was tagged commented laughing and liked the picture. It made me feel so sick I threw up. I know I'm naive in thinking that he can't possibly engage in this behavior. Obviously, you are the company you keep, and he shows one side to me and one side to his friends. Other than this, he's been the most caring, supportive, loving, and fantastic boyfriend ever. He comes off as educated on racism and systemic issues, which makes this even more of a punch to the gut. What do I do? Confront him, leave him, give him an ultimatum. That's her question. That's, I know, I feel bad for her. Question. She's so, like, um, she's okay. Too. Yeah. I, you know, and that's why, like, I will be nice about this. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> I, when I first read the question, I was just like, girl, girl. Mm. Um, but to answer mm. the question, you should leave him. Um, I, I myself am, am married to a white male and have had to deal with a friend or two of his who had questionable behavior that I don't tolerate. Um, and my husband is smart enough to understand who I am and who and what kind of level of respect that I deserve. So he would not associate with somebody who shows mm-hmm. that kind of value. He's not going to um, sit there and try to defend them and their behavior. He'll let me go smooth off on them because he knows that I have the ability to you know, get my point across, not using emotions, but just sheer facts of this person being this ignorant. But he, if they came for me, it'd be lights out for them. Um, So the fact that he is excusing this behavior just because like, oh, he doesn't want to lose a friend. That's not a friend. If he truly doesn't hold those same ideologies, whether he wants to admit it to himself or not, he wouldn't keep that company. I don't care how good of a friend you are. Like, Let's say it was on the other side. If I had a friend of mine who would disrespect my husband for the color of his skin or say things about people of the color of his skin, that would not be a friend of mine. That would not be somebody I would disrespect my husband to have around me that would say hurtful things or say disgusting things towards my significant other or anybody that looked like them. Not just because like, oh, I like this one, this one person. So like, you know, it's okay if you don't disrespect him, but you could say whatever you want to about the rest of the people that look like him. No. Okay. And Pam, just for the record, you are, how do you, what do you say that you're racist? Um, I am, Mm -hmm. I consider myself African. Yeah, she really is Um, too. Not just like some of us posers, like for real. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was born in Lagos, Nigeria, but I was raised here in the United States. Um, I do um, consider myself a proud Nigerian American. Um, and therefore, for me, it, I'm this weird like grouping of a person who's kind of like the outside looking in because I'm the person that everybody's kind of like, don't know where to put you because <laughs> you're not from this country. But you look like people who are from this country, so I kind of want to go that way, but, like, not really, because you're not. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, I'm not African enough because I don't have an African accent. I'm not American enough because, like, I don't speak a certain way or act a certain way. And then 
you know, some Caucasian people are just very confused. I'm like, which direction and things that they can ask me. So I'm just here outside hey the bubble looking at all y'all like, hey, <laughs> so hey guys, what's up? And he like literally thinks that like American people are so annoying. Always, um, all American people, <laughs> not just any particular color, like all Americans are very annoying. So I can only imagine how... <laughs> I can I can see like, that all of you are annoying. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, most most older Nigerians um just have Hey, it's your home and I need to ask you a few favors. In the kitchen there's a spider stuck between the window and the screen and I know it's dead and technically it's outside but it's still freaking me out. Can you flick it out or something? Also, just to save some money and it's super easy, could you bundle your home and car insurance with Geico? Last thing, could you take the holiday decorations down? Yeah, I'm one of those. Geico. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today. They don't even break it down as like any race group or whatever. They just believe that all Americans are just crazy and there's like, mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just you Americans. It's not a white American, black American, anything American. They're just like you Americans. I mean, do they at least acknowledge that even Americans break it down by crazy? Like there's Florida and then there's I mean, the rest of us. I have not heard him say that. <laughs> no, I think for them, no, I think for all of them, they just believe that it's just one giant Florida. Ah, like for them. I like, mean, I can I can see that on some level. I, like <laughs> I think sometimes it's a giant Florida. Shit, I was just talking do. to somebody and I was like, man, Florida seems nice, but then you know, it's Florida. I mean, the weather seems nice. No, just, I'm, I get so tired yeah. of being like cold. And then right. like one of my friends was visiting her family. And they live in Florida, and she was, like, spending New Year's on the beach. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. But, you know, that would be great. So, I mean, that's the rough part about it all, right? Right. (laughs) That you have to live there. And I don't know that I would love it. Uh, Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, like some of the people, right. If anyone is listening from mm. Florida, let us know. Is there a safe space in Florida? Um, I would love to like enjoy some nice weather, but that's the caveat, right? It's like, I want some nice weather. I would like some lower taxes, but I don't know if I'm ready for the lifestyle change of moving to Florida. Um, okay, Megan, you are, you are, how do you define yourself? (laughs) Practically translucent. (laughs) <laughs> the sun does not like me we are not friends i am vitamin d deficient like <laughs> and how do you feel about this question so it's a very good like opposite perspective but probably not really but what do you think um she needs to leave him i have dated guys who are like this um there is nothing more akin to me um uh, for racist mm. as racist apologists um, mm. And at this point, yeah. I have personally gotten to the point where I will literally call people names and ruin Thanksgivings <laughs> just to make my point that any amount of racism, regardless of which demographic um, it's towards, is just completely not only unacceptable, but like to defend that behavior or even just dismiss it, like, you may as well be just right. And I, because it just, and it has no place. I think this is, like, that big of a deal, because, like, otherwise, it would be, you know, it would be really difficult for him. I don't know how, he, he, he seems like he's ashamed, but also, like, right. is partially, well, he's privileged enough to, not, it doesn't bother him that much. 
exactly and like the other like point of this it draws back to like somebody that i know from like back down in the lower parts of of illinois where i'm from um that i have like people who quote unquote were friends of mine and during like the last four years have said and supported it's almost over the orange face monster and yeah it's almost over it's it's so great it's almost over but the thing is, is i know them and it's like the things that they would say to validate like what happened to George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery or Breonna Taylor to try to find some excuse to why their death was somehow caused by like their own action. And it's like, well, let's look at like your actions. You're coming so hard in defense of these people who've killed innocents. And yet the wrong life choices that you've made, you're still alive. You're fine. You actually own own a business, you own property. And, but you've made so many worse life decisions than these people have yet somehow you're protected. You, you, you flourished, you are, you are fine. And then look, like you and I are friends. And it's like, no, I honestly believe that you don't like black people. You just happen to like me. And then that is your excuse. So in this instance, this could also be the same for him is that he just happens to like her. Not that he likes black people, not that he cares. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's easy for him to dismiss the racism of his friends because he doesn't see other black people as actual people. He just happened to somehow connect with her and he like excuses it in his mind because he's like, well, if I like her, then that means I like black people. Yeah, and that's I feel just like not he, true. I mean, I get it that he's super young, but I do, I do agree. And I'm usually not the person who would be like, you yeah. should break up with this person. I'm always like, you should talk to them. I don't really know if it's worth it. You're 18. Um, hopefully, either you are in college yeah. or like you're going to college. And if you're not going to college, you're going to start your life doing whatever it is that you decide to do. And I feel like it's a great time to just be like, okay, great, I'm going to be done with this. And I understand that it's hard and it's like, oh, like a heartbreak. But trust me, like I really truly think at some point he'll do something else. Like, and so you'll feel like such an asshole for like forgiving him for this, which is such a big deal especially when a couple months from now he sleeps with his white girlfriend who has blackface on her Facebook because like that could also happen might happen probably is happening and then you're gonna feel like oh my god I can't believe that I like you know I let like then I feel like you're gonna start having to feel ashamed of yourself because in retrospect when things end which I'm assuming they will because he doesn't really sound like a great person and he might grow to be a great person like he's 18 so maybe this will be a good lesson for him too to be like if maybe if he does value your relationship knowing that he lost you because of this maybe that could make a change in him I don't know but I don't feel like you need to be there for that you can just be the lesson you know which might turn into a blessing for him later and a blessing for you today because it just doesn't really sound like great and also like outside of that not inviting you to hang out with his friends like all of that too even like yeah like he's racist I'm gonna actually just say that he is racist because I think it's like I'm gonna include him in that yeah but I also think like the I believe that he goes and hangs out Mm -hmm. with his friends and he says and he laughs at the jokes and he makes up his own jokes he says all of those things and he does not want you to hear that because right. he doesn't want to see this and want you to see that fight of him. And which is such a hard he's thing doing to think about at 18. Yeah. I realize that. But like what long-term relationship could you possibly be mm-hmm. in where you were like super excluded from this person's entire, like a whole half of their life? Um, so I just feel like that's not even sustainable, right. period. Like, I don't know. You don't have any babies. You haven't accidentally gotten pregnant. Bye. 
See you later. Yep. Yep. It's easy to walk away right now. And like the age thing, like honestly, if she thinks about it, like in the next five years, like she won't even know who that person is. Like, so it's, it's a great time to cut and run because you're not, you're not tied. You're not tied at all. And, you know, it'll be just like that rough lesson. You'll be in college sitting, drinking a martini with your friends in a bar being like, Mm man, let me tell you about this one time that I accidentally dated a Klansman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I, there is such a thing as like, Mm -hmm. you know, fetishizing like black women and some white men have done this in the past where they are like, oh, like they really want to date a black woman. And it has nothing to do about that woman um, as a person. They just want to say that they have been with a black woman. And this could be his moment of like doing that as well to prove that he's not racist. He just, you know, has weird friends who say things and it's not a big deal. They're just words. And it's like, there's a history behind all of those words. There's a history behind the blackface. There's a history behind all of that. And to act ignorant towards it, great. We can put it on there. It's his age, learn from it. But she doesn't have to sit there and tolerate this disrespect because it's not, he's a, he's allowing the disrespect of his friends and then he's being disrespectful mm-hmm. to her being like, oh, just forget about it. Yeah, he's no. minimizing it and that's, he's also at the same time minimizing right. her feelings about the issue. Oh, exactly. yeah. He's gaslighting her. He's like, he's like minimizing her feelings and then he's also fetishizing her because he's, he's just like, yeah, like, we're fine. I'm so super supportive of like everything you do right. except for the like fact that, that you try to stand up for yourself, yourself Allow moment. me to Mm-hmm. Right. Just allow me to treat you because you're making me uncomfortable. Thank you. Honestly, like I had a horrible boyfriend in high school. I'm gonna assume she's in high school. Um, I had a horrible boyfriend in high school too, and honestly, like it it didn't really ruin my life. But that's because I I will say I feel like I genuinely had to go to college to get away from him. But I'm so happy that I did because he was like same thing as this guy. Like Mm -hmm. not same thing, but like he was worse than this guy. If I'm being honest, like he was real bad. Like. He fucked one of my best friends, but also would say racist shit. Like, if he would get pissed off at me, I remember once he got really mad at me, and I couldn't break up with him because he would just, like, show up at my house, and he was, like, real crazy, and it was just a lot. But, the, like, my senior year, I left my phone at home because he called me so much and was just, like, so crazy. It, like, really was starting to, like, wear on me, and I was, like, 17, so I'm, like, this girl's age, and, it, like, I can't imagine now being, like, 32, being that exhausted. I'm, like, oh, what the fuck were you doing? You're exhausted at 17? But I was exhausted with him. And he called me and he called me calling me so many times. And my mom answered the phone and she was like, hey, like she was actually really nice, which was surprising. She was like, hey, like I was actually went out with her friends and she left her phone at home. He was so drunk. He called. He like was like, no, she's probably not out like with her friends right now. She's probably out getting like fucked in the ass by somebody. And that. Yeah, well, that yeah and then like this is what like my my mom's so upset like he was like she is a fucking nigger bitch and he he was a white guy and he literally said that and my mom like (gasps) lost her shit she was like I can't even fucking believe this is happening it was so random so she actually made my stepsister who is like like hated me anyway she was like so excited to come and get me out of a nightclub she like put on her hair bonnet and like came and told the front desk people iris johnson needs to go home right now and like came and like pulled me out of a nightclub and she's in like her pjs and a bonnet 
And I'm just like, great, <laughs> wonderful. But yeah, like it's so horrible. But like it reminds me of this guy. And at no point oh in my God. life right now, however many years later, am I like, man, I wish that I would have stayed together with him. I don't think even if I wasn't married, even if I was single, there's no oh part God, of me no. that regrets like moving away to get away from him. And I feel like this girl will feel the same way. Like I think no part of you as an adult, because you're not really a grown up right now. When you're really like later on in not your at life, all. you will at no point regret this. Yeah, at at seventeen, eighteen, we were all like super emotional, and every every slight was like the end of the world because we were so emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's like He's oh so my god, much like, amazing, so much. It's like I don't know. Like if you think back on it now, you probably don't even remember his last name. Like I, I just you know, it's really brave. Um, I, I guess that like you know he, yes. Like, at yeah. that point, was your mom with your stepdad? So oh no, my so god! Like, I'm surprised dad, he's like, like still upright dad, because, like, if like my birth father, because like... I'm adopted, and I'm just kidding. Like my my real like my birth dad because I feel like I have two dads. <laughs> like my my stepdad is from Nigeria, but if you ever meet him, he's like a kind, gentle soul. My dad is not. He literally was like, he, my mom called my dad and like told him about this. And so then my dad started to go, like, he made me tell him where he worked. I wouldn't tell him where he lived. So he started going to his job and watching him <laughs> outside of his job and like taking pictures of him and leaving pictures of him on his windshield. It was real. It was dark. It was a dark time. Like he was like stalking him. <laughs> Listen, I'm surprised that your stepdad didn't do that. I'm just saying, like, I know if somebody would have ever talked to me like that, that I was dating, <laughs> that, like, a shifty uncle from someplace twice removed from a relative would have shown up and, like, wouldn't ask a lot of I, questions and been I like, listen, like I'll be the quarterback like, to Nigeria. I don't care. To say, like, like, where's he where at? He but I wasn't, <laughs> and that's probably how this girl feels, too, is, like, I knew that it was wrong, but, like, also... I feel like she probably feels this way too. It's almost so embarrassing that you're dating somebody where like, yeah, it's embarrassing. It is truly embarrassing. And it, and it speaks to like how probably good of a person she is because I know I'm petty as hell. If he would have been doing this dumb stuff to me, like I would have already got him in my own special way. Like, so <laughs> I feel you girl. And like, I'm just saying there's a couple of things that you can do. You can send him a glitter bomb. You can put his name and information into the Scientology like network. Like, listen, they I will haunt that. him forever. Put his email address, his phone number, his mm-hmm. mama's address, his auntie's address. They will contact everybody to yes. try to find him. And even if he changes his number, you know they'll find a way to find it and get back at him. So, dear, there are things that yes. you can do and once you decide that you want to walk again, away I mean, honestly, from this man. Even sharing, like, that girl like that liked that post. And is like, she wants to go to college. Like all of them are extremely lucky. Cause I know nowadays too, liking a picture with black face on it and like making fun, like that kind of stuff that gets your, your college admissions ripped from you. It's a, it's a really big deal. And I feel like even her, like for this person who wrote this, like you yeah, should think right. of it. The fact that these people like could be not going to college because of this, the fact that like they could in some states be arrested for this type of behavior. Like you right. should think to yourself, like, why are you dating somebody who's okay with this when this behavior is actually illegal? So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's really like also sad that in this day and time mm-hmm. that yeah. these kids are even still thinking in this way. 
um, that because you know we're always told you know as people of color that like oh just forget about it like this like nobody around even like thinks about this stuff anymore nobody's like that anymore it's just the older no. generation who thinks like oh, this and it's like no it's not, no, it's not. <laughs> they are teaching the like the next generation to, with their own like level of hate and the fact that like in our schools we do not teach better about the history of like where blackface came from why it's inappropriate and we've created this now counterculture of that like when you question somebody for them like doing things like this then you're the racist actually because you're harassing them and it's like no no we're saying that it's unacceptable for you to act like this in a progressive society where you should know better that's not harassing you that's not picking on you it's literally if we we've gotten to the point where we've tried to educate you we've um tried to get you to see things in other people's like walk in their shoes to figure out like how this is going that's not working so guess what we'll go back to the old adage of just shaming you into better behavior i was just talking to nina about this too like i had another podcast actually it's going to come out sunday like well it's going to come out tomorrow for you for you two that are in present time with me and for everybody who's listening to this this you'll have already heard this episode but nina and i recorded an episode and one of the things that we talked about we were talking about work But um, one of the things we ended up saying is like, it is so difficult. Like one of the things that happened for me in 2020 is that it is really difficult even to find people, not just white people. Like I know it's really easy to just say white people, but like people that are not black who don't even like, I think that it's so easy to say something that is racist because it's like so inside of their head. Um, Megan, you've been actually pretty good. I know that sounds terrible. I'm like, you're mm-hmm. really good. You're not, you have not said anything yeah. in the two, three years that I've known <laughs> you that has affected me. Um, and I just want to share that with you and thank you for that. Um, yeah. Oh, I do. I can't say I do actually truly try to practice that credence of treat others how you want to be treated. And so when people are rude to me and they get really taken <laughs> back when I turn into a see you next Tuesday, like it just amuses me because it comes from left field. They're like, you're usually so, so nice. We and are. Like, well, you're usually not a dick. I mean, <laughs> but you know, and no, go ahead. Go ahead I was going to say, I, uh, I want to make a point about you as oh, well. No, no, I was going to say like, it just, and it's, it's something like, I'm one of those people like karma is like, I, I'm I'm basically I'm a, I'm an atheist so to me it's like it's really about like putting karma and things mm-hmm. like that like you put out to the world what you want to get back so yeah if you put out nastiness if you're okay with nastiness that's what you're going to get back in life and so right. I just I try not to be rude to people who are rude to me or haven't if you haven't done anything to me like I just see no point in exerting energy and in, in terms of like being mean to you like to me that's just most of the time it's just that's more energy than I want to expend on somebody I don't like so I try to just cut them out of my life and then just you know positivity into the world exactly no I I totally believe the same thing and my thing is is that when we talk about like having allies and people who are genuinely uh good people like Megan um you know you you have the far extreme ones who go above and beyond to try to prove that they're not racist but actually they they do that white savior thing that is just like, look, I'm, I know all of this and I'm doing this. Like I had one of them come to my house and I was just was like, she came with a friend of mine. Okay. Listen, it was, 
we were we were celebrating. <laughs> no, no, it was not Terry. We don't mention her name either. <laughs> I'm surprised she was like, okay She dated the crazy one. Anyway, she is that crazy. type of person too. So she does. Oh, no, she unfortunately for her. But you also said mm-hmm. that she like molds herself into whatever the guy not like, is. So that she could like stay with the guy, but you know we had our moment. Yeah, I, I had to let her know that. I was like, "Listen, sweetie, the only person who raises their voice at my husband is me. So um, I'm gonna need you to calm your calm your tits." But anyway, so we were celebrating um, after the um, the election, um, and we were you know popping bottles on my roof. And my friend was like, "Hey, I'm down the street, but I'm with a friend of mine. Is it okay if we come by? We're gonna bring you know bottles as well." I'm like, absolutely, it's a celebration, <laughs> bitches. So she comes in and she's wanting to like bond because, like, I don't know if she knew I was black, oh, but like, God. you know, no, she instantly had care. that like, hey, I date black men <laughs> energy, and it's like, I really like, don't. Sweetie. I'm like, okay like exactly. It. I'm good with it because she was just like, yeah, you know, it's been like. It's been, like, a weird, like, you know, time because, like, you know, my family's, like, really blended because, like, my my mom's Jewish okay. and my dad's, you know, like, um, Catholic or something or whatever. And I was just, wow. like, I was, like, okay, honey. I was, like, great. My husband's Jewish. Like, what? Like, what? What is that? Like, yeah. you're already doing too much. You're already doing too much. It's just say hi. My name is so-and-so. It's she just needs you to know. Me into your house. She's I don't need all that extra okay. story, sweetie. But she saw me. <laughs> right. I See, feel like people no. don't necessarily. I just need you to be a human being. I think people feel I just need like you to be a human being, and that's how I know that you're really on my difficult. side. You're I know that like human. You're like, I want like you to know that I am here for you, and I'm like, okay, but please, like, be a little less here for me, like just a touch less here, um, because now you're making me feel bad. So you're, you're like, like sweetheart, you're not being black enough. Like my I'm three thousand, like. Like, sweetheart, you're walking through my 3,000 square foot, like, you know, condo. I'm not doing well, that. Just, I right just want now. you to be an ally. Help. I don't necessarily Do you need, need you, you to okay? tell me how like, to be what? black or, like, what like, I should be offended by. Like, I don't want that. And- exactly. And I felt like she kept doing yeah. that through the whole night where she was, okay. like, explaining situations where she's been there for someone or, like, Wait. she, uh, she, like, volunteers for all of these like you know different things and she's like hey if you guys want to volunteer with me and it's like no sweetie like like, i do my volunteering you know by just being a black woman in this world that's that's which is easy out here in the universe i'm doing a lot Um, right now i have to teach a lot of people about like the bullshit that they do you know which she wanted to struggle in itself ma'am which she wanted those that like you get the feeling like she does get more those are my favorite types of people people that are more offended than i'm offended (laughs) you should not be this offended because like when you're this level of offended now it's residually making me offended by you so stop So she, the, I think the moment where like I fully understood that like oh, my no. friend realized like what she had done was she was mouthing "I'm sorry" to me while she was telling some like story, and I think she could see it on like you guys know like everything you can see on my face when someone's annoying me and they're like going crazy, y'all know I make that face, and it's like I can't hide it. My mouth might be saying that I'm and not annoyed, like but my face the, is. Like bitch, another please. thing is, <laughs> like I, I, I don't, I don't have except for Megan. And Jordan, who I'm like, I'm still friends with Jordan too, who is kind of actually black, but that's beside the point. I don't have any white 
right now who've <laughs> never ever dated a black guy. So I feel like it's so common that I actually don't need you to tell me because it's not special. Most people, most like you live in Chicago, probably you have right. dated a black, black guy. I'm it's sure you special. have. And I, I hope it was great. I mean, or probably not because you're not with him anymore. But like, if you are, like, and that's okay. Like, he can still be an asshole. You don't have to right. hurt the fact that he was a demon. Like, it, you know, he not because he was black, just because he has a penis. I'm just like, sure he was. He was awful. You don't need to like sell me. Right. He's probably a dick. Otherwise, you'd probably be together. Unless you're Terry, in which case you're crazy. Um, but yeah, no. She was a trip. We could have a whole nother episode about oh, that, wow. but I don't want to keep it on for too long because people get sick of listening. So ultimately, we all have decided that this poor sweet yeah. 18-year-old yeah. should break up with this probably racist man, boy. Absolutely. And she shouldn't have to like sit there and confront him about it. Just let just let him know that like you're leaving and you know it's yes. part of his behavior and his friend's behavior and leave it as simple as that you don't need to like muck up your like whole right vibe. and then also just, like, him another good thing that you just said that i just want to shed light on yeah. is for this person this girl this woman who wants to break up with him you pam nailed it on the head it's actually really not his friend's issue it's his issue because he is okay with it so it's really not that you're breaking mm-hmm. up with him because mm-hmm. of his friends. You're breaking yeah. up with him because of him. And that's okay. Any final thoughts for you, Megan? Yeah. It's absolutely okay. Me um, too, I hope so. When she, and hopefully she does break up with this dude if she hasn't already. Like, mm-hmm. I really just want her to be like, it truly is you. It's not me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's just... to. I would love for her to have that kind of confidence. Yeah. Like this is definitely a year of calling out his bullshit. Yes. And I don't right. know who else. Like, like, I will not be disrespected you know like this. Is yeah. to, and then I keep saying this is my final thought. But this is my real final thought. The sad part is I was going to say, well, like, hopefully, you know, he'll never date another black girl. But he, <laughs> but he might. And I feel like it's so sad because a lot of black women are, and black men, because I've known some black men who date white women and it's it this stuff happens there too so i don't want to make this just that i've seen it happen on both sides but you don't feel yeah. like, you feel like dating this white person is a prize for you and so you don't want to say anything and i really hope we one day get to a point where it's like no this is just a person and like you're the prize that they should be grateful to be dating you because you're a good person so you don't need to be quiet right. and agreeable mm-hmm when they say racist shit or when they're around racist people, like you don't have to like dim your light because of that. Cause I do notice yes. that. And I think it's a lot of like, yes. Oh my God, I'm so lucky to be dating this white person. And I just, I hope one day that's not the narrative because I just feel like nope. when, when one of us accepts this, it becomes okay. And I think we all need to just not accept it so that it's known that it's not okay. And yep. then little 18 year old girls won't have to deal with this shit. Oh, bless. Yeah. Exactly. Look what happened to Kanye. You don't want to end up in the mental world, girl. (laughs) Come on. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me. This was actually super fun. Yes, Yes, finally. I don't know. Come back soon. I don't know what we're talking about. Thank you for having us. We talked about racist people. We'll think of something else. It'll be great. I'll talk to you both. (laughs) Oh, no, no. We have to always bitch about work. I feel like we should have a whole episode. 
about <laughs> nonprofit life. That. <laughs> that. <laughs> yes. I'm serious about us collaborating on a yes. book. Like, honestly, I think within all of us, like, our different stories of different aspects of, like, the HR world. <laughs> It'd be really fabulous. I never, like, the diary of uh, three yes. HR women. I never yes. thought it would be like this. <laughs> or okay or this is why i drink wine because i work hr bye hey it's your home and i need to ask you a few favors in the kitchen there's a spider stuck between the window and the screen and i know it's dead and technically it's outside but it's still freaking me out can you flick it out or something Also, just to save some money and it's super easy, could you bundle your home and car insurance with Geico? Last thing, could you take the holiday decorations down? Yeah, I'm one of those. Geico. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today.